So my message this morning is entitled, How to Be Happy. And uh, as I started preparing this message, <clears throat> I was working on the introduction, and the introduction just kept going on and on. And so really, my sermon today is just the introduction. <laughs> and uh, we'll get on into it uh, next week. I think it was in uh, 1988... Uh, Bobby McFerrin came out with a song entitled, Don't Worry, Be Happy. He won the uh, Grammy Award for the Song of the Year. And here are the lyrics to the first verse. Let's see if I can remember the melody. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry, be happy. If every life we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. Something like that. Anyway, it's been a long time. You know, I don't, I don't think I've ever met anyone who didn't want to be happy. Now, I've met some people who can't seem to be happy, no matter what. Uh, they just seem to find a reason to turn negative, it's like they are uh, constantly tripping over their lower lip. But most people want to be happy, and they strive to find ways to be happy. Uh, they think they'll be happy if, if they just had more money, then they'd be happy. Or if they just had a, a bigger house, or maybe a nicer car or a better job, they'd be happy. Or if they just dated or married the right person, well, then they'd be happy. If they stayed healthy, if, if they could retire, if they could uh, travel and see the world, if they just didn't have to deal with people, <laughs> then they'd be happy. Well, I don't know how long you want to make that list, but it could go on and on. It's never ending. People want to be happy, but they usually look outside themselves for something that will bring them happiness. And most people look to the world around them for that thing that will make them feel happy. Now, are there things in the world that make us feel good? Absolutely. But here is the truth of the matter. Nothing in the world stays the same. Have you ever uh, longed for the good old days? Of course, we remember the good old days different than they really were. You know, remember the good little parts of it. And we look at all that's going on in the world and in our country, and we might be prone to, to long for the way it used to be. We see turmoil. We see anger. We see the lack of civility. We see a lot of self-centeredness. We see what appears to be a world that's devolving instead of in evolving. But we really shouldn't be surprised. 
Everything in and of the world changes. It's here, then it's gone. And even if it's not gone, it's not the same. And more often than we would care to believe, it's usually not a better place. Thus, we need to realize if our happiness is tied to anything in this world, then we will never be truly, in a long-lasting way, happy. Because nothing in the world stays the same. Nothing in this world lasts. Nothing in this world can make us truly happy. So, how can we be happy? Well, this, this message, and again, this is just the introduction this morning, uh, hopefully is going to help us answer that question. But before we address that question, we need to come to terms with what it means to be happy. So before we get to that, let's go to our Father in prayer. Heavenly Father, uh, you know us, you made us, uh, you created us, emotional creatures, and, and we, we long for those moments when we are happy and that smile radiates from our face and we feel good. <laughs> but Father, you know we struggle, and we have to deal with a fallen world, and we deal with our own sin, and while we long to be happy, Father, we're in the real sense, in the truest sense, we're usually not. So I pray this morning that as we begin to, to look at this matter, that we not take it lightly, but we seriously consider it so that we might learn how to be truly happy. And ask this, Father, in your Son's name. Amen. I don't know how many flavors of... Uh, Ice cream Brahm has, Brahms has. <laughs> but happiness comes in two flavors. Temporal and eternal. Temporal meaning temporary and eternal. Let me share with you some things that have made me happy. I was eight years old. It was approaching my birthday and uh, there was a shelving unit in the, in the dining room and back on the top shelf I, I could just see the edge of a box. Of course being the curious kid that I was I had not noticed that before so I wanted to find out what it was. I got on a chair, climbed up there, reached as high as I could, managed to pull it down and open it up and there inside that box was a gun and holster set, a cap gun and holster set. That was going to be my birthday present. I wasn't supposed to know about it yet. But as soon as I saw it, I was happy because I really wanted one. What's funny about that is that when I opened that box, that, that uh, holster was made of leather, real leather. And I guess I, I don't know if I had never paid attention before, but the smell of that leather, leather was the thing that opened up to me when I took the box open. I can be anywhere today, and if I smell leather, my mind goes right back to that holster set. That's the first thing I think of. 
It made me happy. I have no idea what happened to it. It's gone, long gone. For my 10th birthday, I got a bicycle. That made me happy. I was happy the day I made the Little League baseball team. And I was happy the day I got my first base hit. I was happy when I got the 22 rifle when I was 14. And then the Fender Mustang electric guitar I got when I was 17, that really made me happy. When I made my first and only album, when I recorded my first and only album, I was 20, that made me happy. Uh, when I was 25, I got a Martin D35 acoustic guitar, which is, can't get any better than that. I was happy. The day I was handed my high school diploma, I was happy. When I got my junior college diploma, I was happy. When I got my seminary diploma, I was happy. Okay, I, I could go on and on. Listing things and events in my life that uh, have made me happy. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with finding happiness in such things. Our lives are filled with such things, events, and situations, all of which bring feelings of happiness. But here is the crux of the matter. They all pass. None of it lasts. That happiness is tied to things that change things we leave behind. The feeling of happiness is wonderful, isn't it? And we enjoy it. And we should enjoy it. God created us emotional creatures. And that, that's one of the special things about our emotion. There's nothing wrong with those emotions, those feelings. But the reality is they're temporal. They're temporary. And there's a flip side to that if you will. Those emotions, those feelings which are tied to things and events and situations can also bring sadness, grief, disappointment, discouragement, depression, anger, hopelessness. And sometimes those feelings derive from the very things that once made us happy. Again, let me say, God created us with emotions. He gave us the ability to laugh and cry. And there's nothing wrong with experiencing happiness in the temporal things of life. It feels good to feel good. But the point here today is that if we depend on the temporary things of life, for lasting happiness, we will never have it. We will never possess it. It will slip through our hands like sand. And while it's wonderful in the moment, it's only in the moment. And those moments pass. 
and they may be replaced by other moments which, as we said a moment ago, are filled with sadness, grief and disappointment, discouragement, depression, anger, hopelessness. As I said in the beginning, every, most everyone wants to be happy. We want to feel good. We want to enjoy that, that smile that radiates from our face when we are feeling that emotion happy. If only it were as easy as the song says. Don't worry, be happy. The truth is, it's not that easy. In fact, it's not possible at all to simply not worry and be happy. It's not possible, that is, unless we are talking about a happiness that does not derive from this world. I said there are two flavors of happiness, the temporal, which we've just talked about. But the other happiness is eternal because it does not derive from the things around us. It feels good to feel good, doesn't it? The problem, however, comes when we depend on that temporal happiness to determine our overall perspective on life. Hang on to that. The problem is when we depend on the temporal, the temporary happiness, when we depend on temporary happiness to determine our overall perspective on life. What we need is a happiness that is foundational. We need a happiness that is a solid rock. We need a happiness that is unchanging. We need a happiness that remains when everything else changes and passes and is left behind. We need a happiness that does not derive from something, but rather derives from someone. And that someone is Jesus Christ. Jesus said, this is recorded for us in John 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let it be fearful. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. The happiness which enables us to have a perspective on life that is solid, unchanging, is not based on how we feel in the moment. It's based on what we know is true.
It's not based on what we feel in the moment because the moments pass. It's based on what we know is true. Regardless of what is happening in the moment, regardless of whether our emotions are up or down, regardless of what is happening around us in the world, this knowledge, this truth, this reality does not change. My feelings may rise high in the moment, and a smile may glow from my face in the moment, but the moment will pass. My feelings may sink to the depths of despair in the moment, and there may be tears of pain and sadness, but the moment will pass. My feelings that are in the moment will pass. Yet the peace Jesus gives me will not pass. It will remain the same. And because his peace remains the same, I can have a happiness that transcends whatever emotion is passing through my life at any given time. Now, perhaps you're thinking happiness and peace are two different things. But I submit they're not. Consider. Take that moment when you're happy, something's happened, something good, something you really like. Take that moment when you are happy, that moment when that smile just radiates across your face, when it just takes over your mind, that moment. In that moment, in that moment, everything else in life is stripped away. Isn't it? In that moment of joy, in that moment of happiness, everything else is stripped away because you're immersed in that moment. You're immersed in that feeling. And there's nothing else rising up to take it away from you. You are immersed in it. It has control of you. And in that moment, you are truly at peace with yourself because there's nothing else tugging at you nothing else pulling at you nothing else trying to control you you are immersed in that that happiness that joy but when it's temporary it passes but you see the joy the peace the happiness that Jesus gives it stays when everything else passes it's still there that is exactly what the peace of Christ gives you. Not only is it for a moment in time, it is foundational, it is solid, it's unchanging regardless of what might be happening at any moment in your life. The peace of Christ is the epitome 
of happiness. The peace of Christ in you has the power. If you let it reign in your life, it has the power to strip away everything else. There may be all kinds of things going on in your life, and you may be experiencing all kinds of emotions. But that peace of Christ is foundational. It's there. It's not leaving. And if you let it reign, even in the midst of everything that's going on, if you let that peace reign in your life, all that other will be stripped away. For His peace, this happiness lets you be at peace with yourself. The things of the world, the events, the situations, the changes, whatever comes, whatever passes, they won't control you. You will experience them in the moment, but they won't control you. They won't determine your outlook on life. They won't determine your perspective on life because you have a peace. You have a happiness that is foundational. And that is what enables you to have God's perspective on life, even when everything else is going on in the moment. You have a peace, a happiness that is foundational. It's solid. It's unchanging. Paul writes in Philippians 4, verse 7, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This, is my, this, my friends, is how to be happy. Let the peace of Christ reign in your heart. And all those moments, whatever they contain, whether it's temporary happiness or temporary sadness, those things will pass. They always pass. You can't, look, you can't build your perspective on life on something that's always passing. You have to build your perspective on life on what is solid, foundational, unchanging. The peace of Christ. He gave it to you. He gave it to me. It's mine. And it's not going to change. But I have to let it reign in my life. I have to turn to that at every moment in my life and not be led astray by whatever is going on in the moment. Yes, it may be fun in the moment. It may bring me happiness in the moment. I may have some joy in the moment. But it will pass. And if I count on that, have my perspective on life I'm going to be like a yo-yo <laughs> my whole life will be like a yo-yo I'll never know what to think about life I'll never know how to deal with life but if I live on that foundation if I let that peace of Christ rule in the midst of everything else let it take charge I can be happy and I can face whatever comes, even if it makes me cry, even if it makes me laugh. I can face it. I can deal with it because I have a much bigger picture.
I have a picture that's founded in the peace of Christ. Now perhaps you're thinking, well, yes, but what about the smile? Sure, I, I have the peace of Christ in my heart, but, but what about the smile? What about the, the feel good? Because it does feel good to feel good. Where is that in the peace of Christ? How do I get the smile? That's what we're going to talk about in our next message. How you get the smile. How to be happy. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of peace. The serenity of your presence. The joy of your presence. Father, help us not only to accept that intellectually, but to accept it and live it practically in our lives. Thank you, Father, for the love you have for us, for the life you have for us. Be with us as we go into this week. And, Father, may we strive to let your peace reign in our lives, regardless of what happens around us. And we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Our song of dedication this morning, Change My Heart, O God.